0: We welcome defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo back to In the Trenches with Dave Lappin. brought to you by First Star Logistics and as always coming to you from our outstanding studios and Lou Anarumo, as we all know, is an outstanding defensive mind. Three things that this football team has to be and has to do. They have to be fast, they have to play smart, and they have to be physical. That is the blueprint for success. For Lou Anarumo's defense. We talked to him about a lot of his players, about his schematic, about the upcoming schedule, about the fact that 15 of the 16 AFC quarterbacks, former first round draft picks, Jimmy Garoppolo, a second round pick. It is an unbelievable test to play in the AFC this year. It's talented, it's deep. Lou Anarumo is looking forward to the challenge. Defensive coordinator extraordinaire Luana Rumo joins us in the trenches <coughs> with Dave Lapham brought to you by First Star Logistics and coach. Big, big season coming up here And the NFL. It's definitely has evolved to a passing league. This, this stat blew me away the other day when I, I found it. 15 of the 16 projected starting quarterbacks in the AFC are former first round draft picks. Jimmy Garoppolo is a second-round draft pick. It tells you what the AFC is is all about and how loaded they are at the quarterback position. It is unbelievable, isn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, to say the least. And it feels like we've played them all here uh, and, and will play them all here between the last few years. But, uh, you know, it's a great
0: challenge. It's a great conference. And um, our guys uh, look forward to it. So... When you're, when you're preparing in the off season for something like that, I mean, are you, are you like, all right, we're going to do a few things. We're going to do do a few things really well. Uh, we're going to add things or we're going to make things, a bunch of different things look the same. I mean, h- how do, how do you approach playing against a, uh, you know, a, a, a roll call of quarterbacks like that?
1: Huh? Well, I think each week is different. Each guy is a little bit different on how you approach them. Uh, but you know, it's a little bit of a mixed bag of what you said lap, you know, so we'll work into each game plan, some of the things that we think we'll need to be successful. But at the end of the day, um, those guys create great challenges and, uh, you know, we got to be,
0: you know, at our best on those days. So when you have had a chance to, to sit back and, and look at what you, how you performed last year, what do you like best about the performance of your defensive football team last season?
1: Well, just as uh, as always, uh, you know, to me, what's most important is we play as a collective unit, uh, play as one one guy and everybody working together. You know, we've got a uh, it's not a bunch of individuals out there. It's, it's a it's a unit that's cohesive and communicates and, and doesn't hurt itself. And those are the things that are important to play good defense.
0: Well, points uh, points allowed, obviously, is, is a big deal. Forget about yards. I mean, particularly in this era of spread the football field and attack every quadrant of ever, it, there are going to be some yards allowed. Yeah. But when it gets grimy down there in the red zone or on third down, the situational football is, is a big, big part of it. How did you fare last year in that regard?
1: Yeah, it did well. You know, we want to, uh, you know, certain area, certain areas where we want to, improve uh, as always, but uh, you know as long as we can again, I think I've said uh, a couple times where QBR against and completion percentage uh, against we were one and three in the league last year. so if we can continue doing things that way, <clears throat> affecting the quarterback and um, you know in, the, in those particular ways and we played really good run, top five run defense and uh, I think we were sixth in the league
0: in scoring so if we can hit those again, we'll have a chance. What about uh, pass rush? I know that's something that you you've talked about more than once. Finishing, uh, quarterback sack numbers, that kind of thing. Is that is that a big priority for you going into this season? Yeah, I
1: think if you would ask our players, they they would be a little bit frustrated just because of what you just said. You know, the part where we're there and we just don't finish properly, or a guy's out of, out of position. But uh, again, that those guys affected the quarterback and got him off the spot more than. More than most, and and that's what uh, you know added <clears throat> or help added to the completion percentage and the QBR and all those things that ultimately decide how the quarterback plays.
0: So nobody is sleeping on the Cincinnati Bengals uh, anymore. Players are are fully aware of that. You don't have to you don't have to uh, you know address address that part of it. Is it easier to get the players' attention or is it harder? to get the player's attention after you've had success? Um, I, I just think,
1: uh, I think with our group, uh, they're well aware of their surroundings. You know, they're not oblivious to, you know, where we're, where, how people talk about us and how they approach us, I think. But we still have that chip on our shoulder uh, because we haven't really achieved the goal that we all want. So, um, you know, we, we have played well and we've gotten to, the biggest game a couple of years ago and a few points away last year
0: but we we haven't we haven't gotten there and won and that's the goal so we've talked about this many times your your backbone dna whatever you want to call it of uh of your football experiences has been in the back end you know as a player as a, as a coach breaking in and uh this year with the the additional talent Guys have moved on, other guys have come to the the organization. Do you look at this as uh is is that a fun time for you to kind of uh start over again as such with uh, with different players?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think you know we have uh a couple guys that'll be working through some some things and be some good competition. And uh uh, you know, and then the older guys that have that have been here and been around will help raise the level of those players' games too. So, you know, we got all preseason here to kind of, you know, uh, get us going in the right direction, make sure we're all ready to go when when we uh, are up in Cleveland. Um, but uh, I, I'm feeling good about it and look forward to the challenges of getting some of those newer guys some reps and being being ready to go, as I mentioned, the first week.
0: Three guys uh, were, were put on the physically and perform list at this point, Cheeto uh, being one of those. Not a not a big shock, obviously at this point. But he was pretty steadfast uh, during the off that he thought he would make uh, the opener. Uh, mm-hmm. Does does is, is he still tracking in that direction as far as you know, Coach? Uh, you know,
1: we'll see. You know how it is. Uh, yeah. He's had a great spring and a great off season here, so uh, he's feeling great, and we'll just see. You know what the time is. You know, we want to make sure he's healthy and ready to go and be at his best for the season. That's what's important.
0: So if, if, uh, if we can, can I take a, pick some players and you give me a couple of things. Um, it's, it's, it's a little game, little couple of things that you like about him that he does best ex player, whatever that player may be. Can we do that with a few players coach? Sure. All right, <laughs> let's start up front. Let's start with Sam Hubbard. I mean, how many things you want me to say? Give me a couple of highlights, Coach. Couple of couple of things on each guy. Okay, Um, Sam is, uh, you
1: know, kind of the as you mentioned, he's the core, one of the core guys of our group. He's been here since the beginning, Um, and uh, I don't know how he walks by me every day in the in the meeting room and uh, just a phenomenal team player, uh, ultimate guy, ultimate team guy, love him to death.
0: D.J. Reeder.
1: Uh, best in his position in the league.
0: Ah, wow. That's a, that's a statement there, Coach. Really like that one. Um, Logan Wilson. Uh, very
1: multiple, very uh, talented player. Uh, can do a bunch of different things. Smart, sees things, good tack, tackler, can run, uh, can cover, you know, good blitzer. Um, talented guy, I love him.
0: Jermaine Pratt.
1: is like having a coach on the field. Super, super, super smart. Strong, strong, strong human being. Uh, is a very good tackler, very aware football player, aware of the ball constantly, um, gets the ball out, uh, and makes the people around him better. Mike Hilton. Uh, dynamic.
0: Dynamic in the slot. Wow. How about that? Dynamic. I like I like that, Coach. like everything about that. Um, how about Cam Taylor-Britt? Uh, young and growing. <laughs> you know,
1: like uh, right. any teenager, there's going to be some uh, bumps in the road along the way. You know, if you're raising a teenager, we all know how that goes. But right. uh, uh, he's really progressing, and uh, hopefully he'll pick up where he left off and continue to head in the right
0: direction. But uh, Cam has really shown some things that we really like. So, what you've seen in the uh, OTAs and the mini camps and that sort of thing in the off season, how do you feel about the potential of your back end the new additions at the safety position, whether by free agency or draft and and what you have on the on the edge at corner? I feel good
1: I mean, you know we've got talented guys and uh you know through the draft and through free agency as you mentioned, so now it's just a matter of putting it all together um, you know and 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 getting back out there. Uh, and just showing really if uh, when Cheeto's back up and running uh, you can look at it as we're, we're we've got nine guys back that have played and then we're replacing really 10 Dax did play some last year for us so you know we replaced those two spots at safety um uh, and then from there everybody else is is has been there done that at the highest level so
0: your, your uh your draft and free agency and you you imported Quite a bit of speed. I mean, your overall team speed is pretty impressive, and it trickles down to special teams and all of that. But uh, on, on the defensive side of football, of the football, you guys can run. I mean, you can run on the edges, pass rushers. You can run at linebacker. You can run run on the on the back end, and it's not just uh, speed; it's functional football speed. It's these these guys mm-hmm. incorporated, you know, in, in, into the game of football. How exciting is it to have that kind of raw material? You know. To, uh, to design the incredible game plans that you uh, designed? Well, I mean, I think,
1: you know, on defense,
0: uh, unfortunately, you're
1: going to get out of position sometimes. That's just the nature of the game. Uh, the offensive guys are so talented. And, you know, you've got to be able to recover when you get yourself in a bad spot. I think having the team speed that we have, both on offense and on defense, uh, allows us to, you know, maybe not be in the best spot as the play develops, but by the time it's over, maybe a longer play gets, you know, knocked down to be not as long because of the speed and the way we hustle to the ball.
0: I've seen this so many times. Um, in, in, Lou Anarumo will be doing something to you defensively in the first half and then come out of the locker room in the second half. And it's totally different. He hasn't shown the package whatsoever. And then maybe, or okay, it goes through three quarters and then in the fourth quarter, boom, he he shows you something that he has not shown you all game long or that you m- maybe studied for uh, when you broke down tape uh, during the course of the week. How many different different schematics or, or how many different adjustments on a typical game day coach, how many do you have in that back pocket of yours? How big is that back pocket?
1: Well, I mean, we're always working through things. You know, after every series, the guys will come over. It's not like we're just waiting to halftime to do some things. But- right. But – um, we do have more time there to sit down and talk to the guys for sure, but uh, you know it may be something uh, a small, little tweak that uh, it to us, but it appears to be a little bit bigger to the offense, and that's what we try to do. We try not to confuse ourselves. We do things that can affect the offense, but by the same token, don't doesn't put a whole lot of burden on our guys during the game. So it, it depends week to week, but, but but obviously that's the goal and is to keep those guys off balance and you know, just don't let them know what pitch is coming. Just try to keep them, you know, uneasy at the plate, if you would.
0: So when you have, like, a offensive, when we had a great player, you know, we would kind of disguise how we're going to use that guy. Yeah. But he would definitely have strengths in terms of whatever routes he ran or whatever the case may be. But we might get to it a bunch of different ways. If you've got, like, an outstanding pass rusher or or a great cover guy – Do you do the same type of thing? Do you like disguise the way you ultimately get to this guy is going to do this? It may may look different. May we may get to it in different ways, but when push comes to shove, I've got this guy doing what he does best. Yeah. You know, that's
1: obviously what we're trying to do is, is maximize the guy's strengths and minimize their weaknesses. And, you know, you take a look at, you know, we mentioned Mike Hilton before and, you know, everybody's aware that he's going to, he's going to blitz off the slot that's happening. But, he may show like he's uh, blitzing and then come out of it. He he may not show like he's blitzing and blitz. And just something as simple as that can really throw the quarterback off. And, you know, it forces the quarterback into certain checks. Um, you know, it was a game last year where the quarterback pointed out the slots blitzing. He blitzed, but the offensive tackle didn't get the check, and it was a TFL for Mike. So, you know, it's as simple. It could be as simple as that. You know, um, where he's just showing something what he's not doing, and I'm just using him as an example. But uh, you know, those those are the type of things that
0: um, you know we try to maximize our guys. So you you try to, in uh, basically, uh, maximize the communication that the offense has to do because at some point in time that could break down. The more they have to communicate, the more the more chance uh, for uh, making an error.
1: Well, especially yeah, and especially here at home when our yep. crowd does such a great job of keeping the offense, uh, you know, forcing them to really be great with their communication, and you know, we 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 use that. You know, we talk to our guys about doing certain things when we're on the road, so that because we can hear each other on defense, or as opposed to when we're home, where we we can't necessarily hear each other, but the offense can't either. So uh, we try to we certainly try to uh, use that to our advantage
0: when you get up coach uh, in front of uh, the team and some guys have been there now for a few years with you, but the new guys that have come in either through free agency, the draft, mm-hmm. you basically address them early on. Um, this is what a Luana rumo defense. These are my expectations. This is what I look for. Do you have uh, basically a, a checklist of things that uh, you want to impart to your players or do you just have them to yourself and, and coach it and, and take care of it in that way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I you know, you know me. I, I don't talk about me or what I do. It's about what we do and and uh, what we do here with the Bengals. And we got a great staff, as you know. And and so it's about what you know what we do. What what we do as a collective group. So when we talked, when we talked about this is how we play defense here, and this is these are some of the key things that have to be done in order for us to play winning football. And um, you know, it's it's not complicated, um, but it's not easy. So you know we got to make sure that we stay on top of that but yeah the veterans help with that for sure and and you know the coaches and myself we hammer the hammer those
0: things home so when you're when all is said and done when when people look and watch your defense what are a couple of things my defense is this and this i mean yeah. my all my all my great defenses did this and did this what what's the common denominator there coach yeah.
1: smart fast physical you know those those kind of three things, really. You know, you, you don't want to be a defense that beats yourself. You want the offense to come away saying these guys are in the right positions. They play smart football. They're aware. Um, they play fast. They're relentless. Uh, and then, again, you know, we're a physical group because in the – as we all know, in the AFC North, you better be.
0: Man, I'm telling you, the AFC North, you know, people are saying, oh, the AFC East, uh, that, that, that division. I'm t- I think the AFC North is – top to bottom the most competitive and toughest division in all of football I mean I, I'm not saying others aren't uh you know aren't close but I would give the nod to the a- AFC North and like I said the AFC in general I mean man it's it's a gauntlet imperative to get off to a quick start then coach isn't it because you got Cleveland on the road and Baltimore at home you get you know you, you face two of your uh division's finest right away
1: yeah yeah for sure anytime you are playing division games you know that's uh paramount and uh getting those stacking those wins but uh you know going on the road up at Cleveland game one uh is never easy uh and then you know Baltimore I feel like we played him 15 times last year and we'll get them, <laughs> right get him right back here in week two so uh always a challenge great players Lamar and in that group that they have so um you know it's every week we'll, we'll have to be at our best as always I'm
0: telling you coach around the league people that I can trust and talk to for a lot of years they all say you know Cincinnati Bengals they have a a very very formidable defensive football team I mean you're in for a you you better bring your lunch pail because you're in for a full day's work when you go against the Cincinnati Bengals defensive football team and that's a tribute to you and uh, your ability to teach and your, and your ability to coach I uh, really appreciate you coach appreciate it lap thank you thanks for carving time I know uh Camp is underway. Yeah, here we go. go. Got to love it, coach. We do, off and running. Have a great one, sir. See you guys, talk soon. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard, like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team.